0: this is com. future ceos on com.
1: welcome to future ceos my name is gareth Armstrong. it's good to be with you today what do we do on the show well we bring the best and brightest into studio so that we can talk to them learn from them help them guide us through some of the pitfalls and sometimes those little speed bumps that come to us in our journeys whether in our career or sometimes in our businesses we look at both ceos and their journeys we We speak to executives. We also speak to entrepreneurs who are doing it and do it really well. And one of our favorite people who was also present at an event that we held at UJ a few years ago, Meet the CEO, is Paula Lateka. Paula, welcome to Future CEOs again. It's good to have you here.
2: Thank you, Gareth, and and thank you for for having me on your show.
1: You hear pitches all the time. Give (laughs) us your pitch. Who are you and why are you here? (laughs)
2: I'm Pulo the co-founder and CEO of a company called IDF Capital. And what we do is essentially provide what I call intelligent capital to entrepreneurs through through both finance as well as business support. And uh, we exist really to try and help grow small businesses into future uh, large businesses. Mm,
1: fantastic, intelligent capital. Yes. Very nice, and uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today: mm-hmm. intelligent capital and and what intelligent capital looks like and does, especially in the context of something that really interesting that happened recently. And uh, and it's I think it's both interesting but also a little bit alarming, concerning. I think you're going to be able to help us balance all of this out. And it is the incident that happened on SABC a short while ago with Sibu C. who is the founder of Skinny Spoo Socks. And anyone that's anyone in South Africa, I think, knows Skinny Spoo Socks and he, because he's done such a good job with the brand. What I'll do is let me play something very quickly as a, a short two-minute intro, and then let's start the discussion around that.
0: You don't what I want what to, what to happen
1: say? right now, I
0: need, I, 2019... To keep the business up and be profitable, I need uh, a cash injection of 5 million rands. Okay. Tulani, I don't need solutions. Business, I, need, I need 5 million uh, rands. Business solutions, that's your area of expertise. What, what is your suggested solution to a problem like this, to an entrepreneur who could be in the situation that Tulani finds himself in? I think it goes without saying that, I'm sure you've heard of the term, uh, it's, it's not personal, it's business. In business you can't get emotional. You need to take the emotions out and focus on but facts. But you need to understand I'm, 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 right I'm, I'm, now yeah, let me make that point? I do not need I do not okay. need solutions. Okay, I need money. Okay, okay. Tulani, no, no, no. I am interested in Let me in, in the interest of this discussion, mm. I need to hear that point. Mm. Please continue. Okay. I'll give okay. you your closing remarks. Okay. Let, let me hear that. It's very important that we understand that our generation is part, in fact we are the pathfinders in business. Okay, we don't come from generations of our great fathers and everybody else leading us in business in particular. So there's there's many a times where we're going to hit the walls. There's many of the times where we will not have solutions in some instances, which is why it's so important that if you're a business leader, you have to be teachable. The spirit of being teachable, you have to carry with you. You can't know it all. For an investor to invest in your business, one of the major focusing that they look at is your, is your sales. That's one of the main things that they look at. For me to give you $5 million, I need to know that I can get it back. Okay. You've got to prove to me that you can give it back. And that's where now we need to tackle it. Your closing remarks sir. Eh? moving forward. Um, I just want to thank everybody at home for supporting Skinny Socks for the past few years. I love you, man. And for us to, the, to go to the next level and really um, take the business mainstream, because the numbers have been clocking and really have been doing nothing. I, I want my brand to be available across five big retailers in the country. And for me to achieve that, I, I need a lot of cash injection. But, but I hope that you know that anger is not going to work for you, right? I'm an angry black man. No. Okay. All
1: right. Polo. Mm-hmm. You're smiling Riley, And I see the wisdom in your eyes Clicking what are your imme- What's your immediate reaction to that conversation And I think it almost escalates to this, to this Last final statement that Sibu Siso sort of makes Your thoughts
2: Well I wish I would have had an opportunity To actually get into Sibu's head To mm. understand exactly what has brought him here Because he sounds like a very frustrated uh, Young man mm. uh, And it would be useful to understand what has brought About that frustration Unfortunately, it doesn't come across very well if you're trying to attract uh, people into your business. Because you, he does come across a bit uh, emotional, a bit um, arrogant, almost. Mm. Um, and and in fairness to him, as I said, one has not had an opportunity to appreciate exactly what has brought him to this point. But mm. certainly, that's how he comes across. And and I think uh, you know, as an entrepreneur who's trying to put himself out there uh, in front of p- possible future investors, you know, he needs to. Ma- find a way of managing uh, his his emotions because, I mean, investors do look at things like that. Mm. They look at a person's character uh, over and above some of the advice that he was given in studio around having a teachable spirit. I think those things are very very important because you don't want to be invested in somebody who 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 you might think is irate. Mm. And maybe irrational mm-hmm. because you don't know how they are then going to treat your money once they once you have parted with with uh, your money uh, for their benefit. So, so I thought um, he could have possibly handled himself a little bit better than what he did. But I must say, I am struggling to understand exactly what the problem is mm, okay. because he is in twenty stores, from what I have heard. Yeah. Which for me is a very big sign of there's clearly demand for the product that he is selling. Yeah. I am using the term product quite deliberately uh, because I think he also does need to think about how does he turn his socks business into, or, or rather his socks as a product into possibly um, a number of product lines so mm. that he can start having a business. Mm. Because at the moment, He's got a great product. Uh, It seems to be um, popular. It's selling in 20 stores and potentially if he's able to produce more, he can get into more stores. But he also then needs to start thinking about what is unique. About his, his 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 product and and therefore his business ultimately, and start uh, almost com- commoditizing that which is unique that he's trying to sell, mm. so that he can grow from socks to ties to other things. You know what I mean? Okay, so
1: so, so. so you what you're saying is that the equity should not be placed in the product, a sock, yes. rather in the brand, yes. Skinny Spoon, exactly. and then turned into something much larger and far reaching.
2: I think so because I think anybody can wake up tomorrow and make up and make those socks and then he can very quickly you know either go out of business or find himself squeezed because that now there's a lot of competition Mm -hmm. around socks whereas if he can leverage off, I think, what he's already been able to build, and one must commend him for what he's been able to he, achieve He has so done far. a really good job, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's come very far. But he then needs to leverage off that and see how then does he massify that and, 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 and spread himself across a number of product ranges so that uh, he can really start having – um, a proper business Because at the moment As I said It's still a product really There,
1: there is a challenge that, I, I, And I want us To just go there first And then I, uh, Let's talk about These five things That you believe He should be doing To to get this Five million rand That he needs mm-hmm. I think you've Partly answered Already mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit About the mindset Of entrepreneurs mm-hmm. uh, So he has On a number of occasions Either tweeted About certain feelings That he's going through Or certain issues That he's had And so shame the 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 guy is under enormous stress both in business and potentially in his personal life there were his grandmother passed as i understand there are a couple of other things he also went missing for a short period Mm. uh, and was discovered to be in a psychiatric facility Mm. trying to get support Mm. and and so entrepreneurship and the entrepreneurial journey is not an easy journey uh, by any stretch of the imagination but here's here's the, the the other side of that coin he also goes on to call himself in certain public domains uh, a celebrity entrepreneur. Hmm. Now, put those two things that we've, disc- we've been now talking about together and I kind of feel like there's an inevitability here because you're living a certain kind of way and you're expected to live a certain kind of way. But then when, that, when the crunch comes, it's a difficult crunch.
2: Hmm. Look, I mean, firstly, I think he needs to decide what he is. He's either a celebrity or he's an entrepreneur. Mm, okay. Um, and, and then focus on building that which he says he is. And if he's an entrepreneur, he shouldn't really be too concerned, in my view, about um, how he comes across publicly. Well, and what I mean by that is he shouldn't be chasing the publicity per mm. se. He should be focusing on the business. You know, what is it that he needs to be doing? to make sure that he moves from socks to, as I said, other products.
1: I see see the risk here if you position yourself as a so-called celebrity entrepreneur Mm. and the argument would be, but I am part of the brand. Mm. But then this kind of thing happens and then look what happens to the brand and the potential investment that may come out of it.
2: Mm. If it's first and foremost uh, an entrepreneur who happens to have a very strong brand, Mm. Uh, the, the, the clever thing to do Is to again see How you leverage off that brand So that you can build Your business mm. You see what I mean So it, it, it shouldn't be The other way around He shouldn't be chasing The publicity And the popularity He should rather be saying Well since I happen To be popular And, and, and I happen to have A, a, a good a public profile How do I leverage off that Because there is equity In that There's brand equity In that mm. How do I leverage off that So that on the business side I actually start seeing The, 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 the benefits of, of that public persona mm. But not the other way around And I think he needs To get the direction uh, right uh, in that regard, another thing though, uh, Gareth, that was not clear to me is firstly, I don't know whether he really needs five million rand or not. Mm-hmm. Number two, if he does need it, I don't know exactly what he's going to be doing with that five million rand. Mm-hmm. And number three, he talks about he wants to get to a level of profitability. Now, if this guy is in 20 stores moving, say, 10,000 uh, socks or so a year. Mm is he saying to me as an investor that he's not making money
1: after a number of years and a number of
2: years. Exactly. Mm. So if, if that is, cause that is the story that's coming through for me as a potential investor, then I'm thinking, okay, if after five years in so many stores selling so many socks is still not profitable. What makes me? What 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 is it that he's giving me that will make me believe that the five million will get him to profitability? Mm -hmm. And for me, I think that's what he should have probably gotten into in the conversation, so that potential investors that are looking can say, okay, this guy understands the various moving parts in his business. He understands what it's gonna take for him to become profitable. Because he understands what, what, what the costs are mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, because he could be saying, for instance, if he get, gets to a, a certain level of scale, then he he can benefit from the economies of scale and therefore he's going to improve his margins, right? Wouldn't even get into that kind of detail.
1: And, and you can get into that quite quickly. Mm. So your experience on Dragon's Den shows or showed you that you can sit up straight very quickly mm. um, in a very short space of time if people just know how to position and how to, how to pitch. Correct, yes. So
2: understanding his audience, mm. understanding… If he says, I want 5 million, which is what he said, understanding that somebody with a 5 million check will then want to quickly understand exactly... You know, how much am I going to uh, make out of the, that five million if I give it to, to Zubu and over what period of time? Mm-hmm. You know, um, so so he he just I think missed an opportunity really, uh, because I mean the the, the, the you know a TV audience is quite a large audience, and and very many people could have been watching that show, and he could have really gotten himself a possible investment.
1: Well, I mean, and and what has happened subsequent to the way that he approached it is that it, it's gone viral across social media, which takes it to an even larger audience, and mm-hmm. so there's some concerns. Mm-hmm. So maybe what we can do is let's let's take a step back and let's address the things that he can do to get that 5 million and let, let's solidify them and just put them together sequentially five things that spousiso can do to get 5 million
2: maybe first things first he needs to decide what problem he's trying to solve right because he did say in the interview that he's selling something that people don't really need mm. right so it's an aspirational product so he needs to think about within that aspirational space. What is it that people are yearning for? Mm. Right. And that is the problem he needs to be seeking to solve. And then selling socks is one of many ways to that solve, he, he that, can problem, solve yeah. that problem. And once he thinks about it in that fashion, I honestly think that's when he's going to start thinking about, okay, maybe people also aspire to wear funky ties, you know, or people aspire to wear funky shoes uh, or whatever it is. And then, and then he'll start hopefully Solving that problem in a in in a multiple of, of, of ways. Mm. And again leveraging off that brand because there is already brand equity that says this guy comes up with very fun socks or happy socks or whatever you want to call it. So how do you then play off that happiness or yeah, that? Take fun? that next step, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Mm. So I think that is the one thing that he probably needs to think about as he's building a business. And number two, he does need to think about which audience of funders he, he wants to talk to and he needs to package himself so that he talks their language. You know, he talks to what it is that they are seeking. So, for instance, if he's looking for growth capital he probably doesn't want to be going to a bank and raising loan funding he probably mm. wants to go to either a private investor or somebody who can provide patient capital whether it's your your your, your, your private equity or venture capital guys or just private uh, high net worth individuals who are who who don't mind parting with 5 million today and waiting another 5 years to get it back with mm. with, with, a, with a decent return so he needs to think about who he wants to sit in front of and pitch to and mm. and therefore prepare himself accordingly He does need to think very carefully about the business, as I said. He does need to think very carefully around how he portrays himself Mm -hmm. uh, to the people that he's going to be uh, talking to. And I'm not saying he should be pretentious. Of course, he should be himself. But he should just be careful how he comes across. Because if he does come across as a little bit, you know, uh, panicky and, and irrational, then he might chase off quite a few people. Uh, Away, because five million rand is a lot of money, you know. So people uh, don't don't want to be worried at night instead of sleeping about whether their five million rand is being spent properly. Mm. Um, So so I would say those are the key things that he really does need to uh, think about. And really also go back to the business and look at what has he been able to achieve over the five years? What has he learned? You know, I was thinking, for instance, if he's saying that he needs five million because he wants to get into more stores and therefore he does not have the cash flow to get into those stores as quickly as he wants to. Clearly, the stores that he's selling the socks in are making money, Mm. right, from his socks being sold through them. Has he ever considered talking to those stores to say how do they help uh, finance his working capital needs? So if, for instance, the stores – if, for instance, he's in Markham's, I think. So if Markham says we want to expand it beyond 20 stores to 40 stores, the conversation you should be having with Markham's is, okay, Markham's, help me get into 40 stores by maybe giving me some upfront funding so that I can – actually manufacture enough sto- uh, socks mm. uh, for me to get into 40 stores. Uh, and that's, that. those are the, the, the creative ways that he can start thinking about in terms of how he grows uh,
1: his, his, his business and his reach. Being a celebrity entrepreneur, perhaps there is also a little bit of an ego issue there. And so you don't want to go to a store and say, look, I don't have – I haven't been profitable, and here's the, here are my mistakes, mm. that kind of thing. And so th- these are things that he must be doing and looking at and opportunities that he must take. Let's quickly just then prepare him a little bit further. Let's talk to him. What is it that he needs to be presenting to a potential funder in these conversations? What would you be looking at immediately?
2: I would probably need to understand what his business model is. He He talks about being a the designer, but also doing the marketing and distribution. So he's everywhere. So mm. I would look at his his business model, uh, and and of course the whole value chain as well, and see where he's supposed to be playing within that whole value chain. Yeah, where's his
1: business really?
2: Exactly, mm. because he can't be uh, designing and then selling and then Uh, distributing and 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 doing everything Mm. Uh, so so i would really look at that i would want to understand better what his cost structure is uh, because it could be over uh, bloated and maybe that's why he's not making the margins or it's also possible that the current arrangements he has, the current contracts he has, yeah. might be uh, unfavorable. Yeah, they need to be renegotiated. Exactly. Yeah. So he would have to really look at, at uh, you know, whether the, the current contracts are, you know, work for both him and and his his customers or the people that he's entered into contract with, both from a supplier point of view, by the way, plus the people that he sells his socks mm. to. Mm. I would look at competition, you know, who is he competing with and what are they doing? And uh, is he, you know, is he ahead of the pack? Mm. What, is, what is unique about him? Why should I invest in him versus another sock maker? You know, uh, so, so and that, that that's why the point I was making earlier around what problem is he trying to solve? Because I don't think he's trying to solve the problem of people not having socks. That's mm. certainly not the problem he's trying to solve. So trying to see within the space that he's playing, who are the other players and how are they uh, addressing that problem that he's trying to solve, and so that I can determine whether he's he's the jockey worth me backing versus the other five jockeys mm. that are that are in town, and that's why he then has to really work on his unique value proposition. He has to be able to convince an investor that he is the best jockey uh, that is most likely to give me my five million grand plus. A, a return within a reasonable period of time
1: yeah, It's that idea of why are you Uniquely positioned mm. to be able to solve This problem, mm. I, I mm. think that's the question that, that needs to be asked Absolutely. or answered From a a Business that has a history and that A business that has been in business for a while What would you be looking at?
2: Well, I, I would look at um, the traction He has made over over a period of time And when I say traction, I'm talking Both sales, you know, and what The trend has been, you know, is it up, flat Down, what mm. is it I would look at um, because typically when you start a business you 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 make losses in the first few years yeah, right yeah and I would want to understand what drove, for instance, those losses. I would want to understand whether he's profitable. And if he's not, because it's also possible that he's not yet profitable, I would need to understand what is it that needs to be true in order for the business to become profitable. Mm. And I would then uh, need to look at what is it that we're going to be doing differently going forward when I look back. Because I would, I would look back and say, okay, what, what lessons have we learned? And how are we then bringing back those lessons into the business so that it can improve so that we can improve the performance of the business Mm -hmm. and what are we going to be doing differently going forward and how convinced am I as an investor that in fact when I put in the five million rand and we do x y and z differently to how we did it in the past indeed I'm going to start seeing that value accretion so Mm -hmm. those are the questions those are the conversations that I would have with him to say what have we what have you learned what mistakes have you made what have you learned let's be honest about them
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, because mistakes are actually very important learnings in business If you don't make mistakes then you're not learning, then it means you're not improving
1: I don't know if Gil said it to me Or if it was something that I read that he had said But um, a, a friend of yours, Gil, mm. over to, uh, he said If two entrepreneurs in front of me And one of them has never failed and one of them has failed And they come equally yoked, coming for the same investment He's, he's going to probably go with the person that has failed And pick themselves up a couple of times Rather than the person that's never failed Absolutely. Do, do you feel the same way?
2: Absolutely. And that's why I was saying what are the lessons that you've learned? Mm. Because you learn lessons based on mistakes that you make. And if you've never made a mistake, my goodness, then you're going to make your f- first mistake with my money. Mm. No, I don't want that. I would mm. rather Interesting. Yeah, I would rather you've made 10 mistakes and you've learned 10 important lessons because you're not going to you are unlikely to repeat those mistakes again. Whereas if you've never failed, I could be that guy Who's, who's got the bad luck
1: where, Yeah, where, exactly.
2: Well, essentially You're gambling with my money No, I, I, I would rather go For the guy who's failed as well
1: Your, your key phrase there And, I, and I'm and i going to remember this one <laughs> Is are You're you going to be the person That makes your first mistake With my money Yes No, no, no <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that doesn't sound Very interesting to me either <laughs> What you're describing And what you've said You look for Is not one conversation mm. And it's not a short conversation mm-hmm. This is a long conversation There are many moves parts to what you've described. Uh, and so what, what I hear you saying to entrepreneurs, all the entrepreneurs that are listening to this is, is know your business mm. and spend time in your business, separating it out, being very conscious and very deliberate about what you understand about your business. Because one day, if you're doing the right things, you are going to be to have an opportunity to get funding. Maybe you'll be in a similar p- position where five million rand is what you're looking for. And, well, Paula, you, you're an expert in this area. You're telling us these are the things that you're going to be looking at. Absolutely. Let's maybe round off the conversation. Let's speak to Spoo directly. I mean, of course we're concerned about him because we want him to be successful. We want all entrepreneurs in South Africa to be able to rise and grow because that's going to help the, the entire country and, mm-hmm. and the African continent. So pretend I'm, I'm Spoo and you've just seen that. Just a final word To me A word of, of what Would it be a word Of encouragement uh, Advice I wouldn't be
2: so presumptuous As to give him advice Especially when he said He does not need advice sure. uh, But certainly I would want to have A conversation with him To say look Firstly let's look back Five years You've come a long way You've done well You know You're in 20 stores How many people Can say they're in 20 retail stores mm-hmm. Uh, not many people can claim that, so there 's something to be said about that right and and we must acknowledge we you know one thing as an entrepreneur you need to learn to do is to also give yourself a pat on the back when you 've done well because it 's tough you mm. know um, the, 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 the The world is always giving you feedback, and sometimes a lot of the time the feedback is not very positive, so you need to learn to um, to really encourage yourself and so 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 I would start there and and affirm that you know you 've done something right. Mm. I would then say, calm down, Mm -hmm. calm down a bit uh, and be kind to yourself. Because sometimes, again, without having the benefit of having spoken to him and understanding fully his story, it's very possible that he is rushing too quickly Mm -hmm. to get to the 40 stores or the 100 stores. So learn to pace yourself. You will get there. Be clear where you want to get to.
1: And businesses roll in phases as yes, well. Yes, yeah? exactly. There's, a, yeah. there's a, a, an ebb and flow. Yes, absolutely.
2: Mm. So pace yourself. Um, rather grow gradually than a big bang kind of uh, growth because when you grow very quickly, you actually don't see the wrong things that you're doing because you are literally on a treadmill running like crazy. And then once you realize the mistakes that you've made, because you are so stretched and you've invested so much, Whatever loss you're going to make out of that is going to be very, very expensive. Mm. So pace yourself, make small mistakes along the way, so that the, the school fees you pay are not as expensive as they would be if you're trying to get to 100 stores today. When in fact you should be moving from 20 to 25 to 30 to 35, mm. and and ultimately you will get there. And maybe give the business a chance also to be able to finance itself. Uh, it is possible that this business can actually finance itself to get to the, to the 100 stores. I don't know. Mm. Uh, so maybe you should also think about If he paces himself He might actually get there He might not get there today Which seems to be what he's trying to do He might he might get there in a year In, in two years But mm-hmm. he, he he will get there I would say to him that he, he does need to think Very creatively beyond the socks I really think I mean he's on to something But he needs to very quickly think beyond the socks I think on the show they spoke about Uh, some other guys who sell happy socks, if I remember. So clearly there's already competition in the Mm. market. So he really needs to think very quickly around how does he diversify his product range so that he remains relevant and, you know, ahead of the curve or ahead of the market or ahead of his competition. I think those are the things that I would really... Wanted to have a conversation With him about it I, I'm, I'm very deliberate In saying I, I wouldn't Give him advice But mm. I would say Let's have a conversation yeah. Around these things
1: Yeah I, mm. There was a, a nice picture That I saw the other day Which was two speech bubbles And where they overlapped There was a little arrow That came up and said This is where the the magic happens Or something mm. to that effect and, th- and that's the power Of conversation mm. And a, a certain kind Of conversation as well sure. Well Paulo Lutteca Thank you for mm. joining us Here in studio You're the CEO Of IDF Capital And we're very great for your insights because we look up to you and we're very grateful for the example that you've set to all of us as we ambitiously drive our businesses forward. Thank you for leading us and thank you for spending time with us today and having this conversation.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it.
0: Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.